Welcome to this week's podcast from Capital Church's Young Adult Service. We hope this message encourages you, and thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Garrison. I am a pastor here with my wife, Tracy, and uh, we have the privilege of helping to lead and um, oversee this ministry. Also, our um, intern program. Where's our interns at? Come on. Excited to be here. You guys ready for this next week's spring? So, hey, I'm excited to be here. You guys ready for this next week's spring break? Come on. I'm like, Lord, bring us, my wife and I, we're just in Orange County. I'm like, Lord, bring us some Orange County weather here to Boise because we need it. You know what I mean? I'm not a winter guy. I'm just, I'm a summer, spring guy. So I'm so, I'm so ready for nice weather. Come on, that'll, that'll preach in the church here in Idaho. So, well, hey, I am, uh, like I said, really excited to be preaching tonight. We're going to start a little bit of a series. Um, how many of you were here when Pastor Jude was here? Come on, so good. He, he talked about um, priests, and so we're going to start this series. We're going to talk about uh, what it means, what it looks like to be a priest. And so um, I have a, a, a message tonight to kind of kick that off. And then next week we have a break, and then we'll come back, and then we'll continue our series after that. Um, But we're going to be tonight in the book of John. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to John. And uh, we're going to be in chapter 15. Camp, I totally, I remembered it this time. When we were up at camp, I totally forgot my scripture. And um, that hadn't happened. So we got it this time, John 15. And we're going to be in verses 1 through 8. If you don't have a Bible, we have a floating Bible up here. You can follow along with as well. But uh, if you're there, say I'm there. All right, John 15, verses one through eight. says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Amen. Well, I wanna talk tonight about the importance of us remaining in the presence of God. See, as priests, one of our main duties is that we would remain and that we would abide in the presence of God. So we're gonna talk about this tonight, but would you pray with me real quick? Father, we just thank you so much for tonight. Lord, we thank you that you are already here. Lord, we thank you that you're speaking. We thank you that you're moving. And we just ask that you would use this time and that God, you would be glorified. Lord, we thank you that you would speak to us, that you would touch every young adult here, Lord, with your presence in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, isn't it funny how much we love social media? Isn't it like, like we love social media? Um, like if we're honest, it's like we are addicted to social media. I, I don't know, before I was married, I never really watched TV. Is there any TV watchers in here? Okay, a few of you are honest. Well, 
I never watched TV. I got married and it was like something switched. And it was like, there was an anointing on the marriage where it was like, now it's okay to watch TV. And my wife and I, like when we first got married and you, if you're newly married, you know what I'm talking about. Like all you wanna do is hang out with your, your spouse, lay in bed and watch movies. We would watch, you know what I mean? And so that's what we did. We would lay in bed, we would watch TV, we would find new series. And uh, we just loved watching movies. It, honestly, it was probably something we should have been better at, but we weren't. But we loved Netflix. We loved watching different TV shows. We loved watching a good flick. Um, who says flick? Yeah, I don't know. But we, I just, I don't know, there's something about social media. I think that we live in just such an interesting time where we are like addicted to social media, right? Like if we're honest, we can't not look at our phones like every handful of minutes because we're addicted to seeing what's going on online. Like when it comes to Instagram, it's like we have to check our feed. We have to find out what's going on because we feel like if we don't, we're like left out. You know what I mean? It's like, there's something about social media. It's captured our attention where we feel like we always have to be engaged with it. Yeah. I was preaching um, at uh, Ocean's Youth in um, Orange County, Pastor Mark and Michelle. And I said, I was talking about TikTok. This is the first, this is the first app that I feel like I'm too old for. <laughs> like, can anyone relate? Like, I don't know, I've, my wife and I, we tried to get on and it was like, we don't know how to even log on to it. And then once we got on, it's like, I don't really know how to use this. There's just, it's like, I don't know. It's just something weird about, about TikTok. It's not like, it's like the generation, you know, after us. I feel like us millennials, we don't really get it. Um, some of you like TikTok, come on. I see you making dances. But it's, it's, it's crazy, right? TikTok, if you look at people, um, I feel like the generation that's coming up behind us, they love TikTok. It's like they're just obsessed with uh, this app. Um, and then come on, how many of you, when you wake up, you just like the first thing you do is you check your news feed? No one else does that? Nick does? Man, clearly I'm like way too, I'm way too old or something. I don't know, as soon as I wake up, I check the news feed. It's like, what's going on in the world? What can I find out? What's happening today? Uh, that's, just, that's just me. Uh, but whatever it is, come on, I think we can all agree that we are just obsessed and addicted to social media. It's like, it's captivated all of our attention. Um, there was a statistic that said this. It said around 30% of children are using smartphones in a way that causes them immense discomfort when they do not have a phone around them. Have, this is crazy to me now being a parent. Have you ever seen a baby that has like an iPad or an iPhone? I'm like, at what age is it okay to give a baby like an iPhone? It's a serious dilemma when you're a parent too. You're like, I don't like, should we just give it to him now because they're just like super loud? But it's a serious issue. But it's like, we're just obsessed with these things. Another statistic said, average screen time is eight hours and 42 minutes per day. Eight hours and 42 minutes a day. It says of that three hours and 13 minutes on social media. So for most of us, we're either checking our social media, we're thinking about our social media, or we're, we're on our social media doing something on there. So here, here's the dilemma. I think that one of the main reasons that we struggle to be the priests that God has called us to do, to be, excuse me, is because we spend more time in the presence of everything else than we do in the presence of Jesus. 
And I'll say this, I think that we today live in one of the most anxious, one of the most depressed, one of the most confused times in history because we live in the information age like no one has before. So we're obsessed with these things. My thesis tonight, if you wanna write this down, is if we wanna be the priest that God, excuse me, that God has called us to be, we have to learn to give our greatest attention to Jesus and his presence. See, in the Old Testament, you might not know this, but in the Old Testament, a priest's role was that they would actually go into a tabernacle where they would give an offering and they would, they would actually invite the presence of Jesus into the tabernacle. Yeah. Today, it's no different with us, with you and I. Jesus says that we're the priesthood of all believers. So just like the priests were priestly in the Old Testament, today we are priests uh, and we are part of the priesthood of all believers. So you know what part of our priestly calling is? It's that we stay in the presence of Jesus. In verse four, it says this, Jesus says, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. See the original abide in the Greek, what it really means is it means to remain. Someone say remain. It means to remain for a long period of time. And if we're honest, come on, most of us, our relationship with Jesus is we spend time with Jesus for a little bit, maybe for a day, like a Sunday we show up, we spend time with Jesus, we worship Jesus, we might read a little scripture on Sunday, but when it comes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we've forgotten about Jesus. Right? Some of us, our relationship with Jesus, the extent of it is we only go to God when we need something. It's like, okay, God, I'm in trouble. I'm in turmoil. So now I'm gonna come to you in prayer and ask you to help me out. Man, when I, when I used to work at Honda, we had the, the greatest vending machine there. Anyone love a good vending machine? Right? Like, isn't it funny? Like vending machines, they all have the same stuff. Like they haven't updated them. I'm like, you think at some point they would like start getting better snacks. I don't know. They're not healthy. They're just, you know what I mean? It's like, we're all trying to like semi start to get more healthy. So, um, but I love this vending machine. Come on, this is how we treat most of our relationship with God. God, I'll come to you when I need something. But other than that, I'm fine. It's this transactional relationship where I don't need God unless I need something from him. Right, so some of us, like I said, we show up to church maybe Sunday and then the rest of the week, we're done with God. What we lack is we lack the ability to stay in the presence of Jesus. Someone say stay. Stay, stay in the presence of Jesus. C.S. Lewis once said, if you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. If you want to get wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, power, peace, eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that has them. See, we remain by staying close to the fire. There was an author, he said this one time. He said, if you want to remain in relationship with Jesus, two things. Get into a community of faith and a commitment to God's word. See, these two things, what they'll do is they will keep you in the presence of Jesus. But what happens is we tend to usually be good at one, but not the other. 
and I've talked about this before, but what tends to happen is we're either A, really good at being in community and we lack, we lack being in God's word on our own, or we love to be in God's word, but we lack being able to be in the presence of God in community. It's one or the other, it's not both. And so if we wanna be able to be in the presence of God, we need to be in community and devotion to God's word. See, we need to make a lifestyle of living in relationship with Jesus. Imagine if we had a lifestyle of living with Jesus, like we do a lifestyle, we prioritize watching TV, being on social media, spending time with friends, and that's okay. But if we prioritize the presence of Jesus in our lives, come on, our lives would be transformed forever. And see, God often wants to do more, but what happens is, is we limit God when we don't spend time in his presence. So when we spend time on social media, when we spend time doing everything, giving every other thing our energy, but the presence of God, God can't come in and do what he wants to do to help us to grow, to be who he wants us to be. Come on, anyone in here just love taking care of your house, like outside, inside, love mowing along? Man, I don't know, when my wife and I got married, I, um, I'll be honest, we both just struggled to, to like take care of the house. And um, so like things got really bad, grass was growing, we had like um, weeds growing out of all the cracks in you know, the driveway and all around the house. And it's just a disaster. This, this is some of what our relationship looks like with Jesus. It's like we've neglected to give Jesus the attention that he deserves in our lives. And see, God wants to bless us. He wants to use us. He wants to grow us, but it won't happen outside of staying in his presence. See, in John 15, Jesus is talking to his disciples about the importance of them remaining in close relationship to him. Jesus knows that outside of him, we will never have a fruitful or fulfilled life. Outside of the, of the presence of God, we will never find true fulfillment. Like, have you ever tried to find fulfillment in something outside of God? Come on, can we be honest? Like, like a new pair of shoes you thought was gonna bring you fulfillment or like that outfit you thought you had to have, you put it on and it was like, ah, I kind of feel the same, right? Or maybe there was a car you wanted, you felt like, come on, I'm a Tesla guy. Anyone love Tesla in here? So cool. It's like, sometimes I'm like, man, if I just had my Tesla, like, oh, everything would be good, you know? We all have that thing. It's like, there's something that if I could have this, I would find fulfillment. If we're honest, we've gotten some of these things and realized this doesn't fulfill me because only the presence of Jesus will fulfill us as priest of God. When I was in high school, um, man, I was addicted to a lot of things. And maybe some of you can relate to this. I was addicted to sex, I was addicted to drugs, I was addicted to alcohol. Anything that I could try to find fulfillment with or a sense of purpose with, I would try it. But can I tell you firsthand experience, these things do not bring you fulfillment. They would not bring you the satisfaction that your soul desires. Only the presence of Jesus will satisfy your soul. And so some of you in here tonight, you've been searching, you've been looking, you've been trying to satisfy your soul with everything but the presence of Jesus. 
It's only his presence. Verse five, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Someone say nothing. See, this is a crazy scripture. Jesus, he's emphasizing, he's making the point to his disciples that outside of him, they're helpless. Like the same way that priests in the Old Testament could not fulfill their destiny outside of being in the presence of God, Today, you and I, as the priesthood of all believers, we cannot fulfill our destiny without being in the presence of Jesus Christ. So some of you tonight might feel frustrated. Like maybe there's an area of your life you just haven't grown in. Maybe there's, there's certain things that you feel like you haven't stepped into, or there's just areas, like I said, you feel unfulfilled in. Can I just suggest that it might be that you have neglected the one thing you need most, and that is the presence of Jesus in your life? So come on, we can try every other thing, but it's always gonna leave you feeling unfulfilled. It's always gonna leave you feeling empty. As priests, giving our greatest attention to Jesus is the most important thing that we can do. There's a story in, uh, in the book of Luke about Mary and Martha. It's an interesting passage. I'm gonna read real quick. It says, now as they were on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. See, in this time, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about what Mary was doing because women did not sit at the feet of rabbis. Mary, what she did, she crossed cultural boundaries and norms to be at the feet of Jesus. Martha was actually doing what she was supposed to be doing. She was serving and preparing things for her guest. Mary was being completely crazy and spending time at the feet of Jesus. Jesus says, no, Mary has chosen the good thing. Why? Mary chose the presence of Jesus over everything else because Mary knew that the presence of Jesus is the most important thing in our lives. See, when we spend time in the presence of Jesus, you know what it does? It allows him to prune us. Verse two, it says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. See, God prunes us in order that new things can grow. My wife and I, we had this rose bush and the band can come forward. We had this rose bush out in front of our house. And um, have you ever trimmed like a rose bush before? Anyone in here? Come on, it's, it's pretty fascinating if you haven't done it. Um, but you're supposed to do it so that new roses can come and they can bud and it can, it can create uh, more roses so that your rose bush is healthy. And uh, it was something I just learned this last year, but it was fascinating. It's so fun to do. But this is what it's like when God prunes us. When we spend time in the presence of Jesus, what it does is it allows God to actually come in and begin to prune things in our life so that new things can grow. So when we neglect spending time in the presence of God, God can't prune us. And then what happens is we stay where we are and we never move into what God has for us. See, God has a call for each of our lives. 
God has a purpose for each of our lives. But if we don't remain in his presence, we don't allow God to then prune us. And then we don't grow into who God needs us to be. See, pruning is the process of God stripping away things in our life that are hindering our growth and our relationship with him. So God, he, he can't lead us into more until he prunes the old things. So I wanna ask some of you tonight, is there areas in your life that you've been carrying like this rose bush, you've been carrying old dead branches around? Is there things that God is asking you to give up that you haven't given up yet? For some of you, maybe it's, it's a relationship that you've neglected to give back to God. Some of you tonight might be in a relationship that God never gave you peace about, or you're in it and you, you know God's not in it, but you're still in the relationship. Some of you, there's maybe some hurt from your past. Like when you were really young, something happened to you and you've been carrying it your whole life. Some of you, maybe it's, it's like it's, un, uh, it's, it's unforgiveness you've harbored in your heart and you've, you've lived bitter and frustrated. Maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, and you've, hold, you've held this bitterness in your heart. For some of you, maybe it's just, you find your security in something other than you do God, right? There's these branches that we carry and God wants to come in. He wants to prune these branches so that there can be new growth so that God can move us into all that he has for us. See, in order for us to be priests, in order for us to be who God wants us to be, we must go through seasons of pruning. And see, pruning can't take place outside of us remaining in relationship with Jesus. If we want God to prune us, we have to stay in his presence. So it can't be, okay, God, I'm here on Sunday and then Monday I'm going back to do what I wanna do. It can't be, okay, God, I only come to you when I need something, but other than that, I just wanna do what I wanna do. I wanna live life how I wanna live life. God can't prune if we don't remain in a relationship with him. So it's part of our responsibility. As priests, we have to learn to abide and remain in the presence of Jesus. So what are we willing to let God prune? Is it that bad toxic relationship? Is abuse of a substance that we haven't forgotten? Is it an addiction or abuse of a substance? Is it overexposure to social media? Is it choosing pleasure over spiritual disciplines? Come on, I don't know what it is for you, but there's something that God wants to prune. There's an area of your life that God's saying, if you would remain, if you would abide in me, I would come in and begin to prune you so that you could then begin to be more priestly. See, God's called us to be priests, but he wants us to continue to be more priestly. So the end goal of abiding is to let God prune us so that we would then become more priestly. See, priests are people who know and they love and they usher the presence of God. And they do it for ourselves and we do it for others. See, priests, when they went into the temple, they would usher in the presence of Jesus, not just for them, but so that other people could come experience the presence of Jesus. When we spend time with, with God, when we, when we become priestly, what happens is we then allow the Holy Spirit to begin to move in our lives. And then what happens is people begin to experience the presence of Jesus on behalf of our lives. So as priests, we get to share the presence of God with everyone around us. That's what it means to be a priest. 
So I have two questions. First one, is there areas of your life that you've given more attention to other things than you have to the presence of Jesus? And we just gotta be honest, like, is there certain areas where you have been distracted? Is there certain areas where you've given your focus to not Jesus, where you've neglected his presence? Number two, is there things in your life that God's wanting to prune that you haven't let him prune yet? And God wants to do this so that you could bear more fruit, that you could be more priestly. So these are the two questions I have. And uh, I wanna do this as you stand. If you feel like that's you in one of these two categories where you wanna, you feel like you've been giving more attention to things other than Jesus, or you feel like that God wants to prune an area of your life that you need to give up to him. There's dead branches that you wanna give up to Jesus tonight. If that's you, would you just raise your hand? You feel like the Holy Spirit is doing something. It's one of these two things. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we just pray for every hand. Lord, we thank you that you know the heart that's connected to the hand. We thank you that you know their story, you know that we would begin to just... And so tonight, Jesus, we ask that we would begin to just reprioritize our lives. God, that you would help us to prioritize your presence. Lord, where we've let other things get in the way, we pray that you would prioritize, uh, Lord, your presence in our lives. God, I thank you that if, if maybe it's we've just been, uh, we've been in community, but we've neglected reading your word, God, help us to begin to love your word. Lord, if we've, if we've loved being in your word, but we've had trouble being in community, help us, God, to get into a, a community where we experience your presence. And so, Lord, we just pray that you would. You would help us, God, to be pruned. You would help us, God, to, to begin to be more priestly. And that, Lord, as we're more priestly, I thank you that we would begin to bear more fruit. And Lord, I thank you that this would be fruit that would remain. And God, I just pray that as people get around this community, that they would begin to sense the presence of Jesus. So Lord, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. And one more group, if you have never given your life to Jesus, you feel like I just, I've never known Jesus or maybe you've heard about Jesus, but you've never committed your life to Jesus. If that's you in here tonight and, and you want to experience that presence, not just on a Sunday, not just when you come to church, but you want to experience the real presence of Jesus in your life every day. If that's you, you want to invite the presence of Jesus into your heart. Would you just do this? Would you just raise your hand for me? The Bible. Thank you for joining us today. To stay connected with our community, you can follow us at Capital Young Adults.